It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Yeah, guys, so we're going to be moving on to true and false. But before we do that, I want to remind everybody that Mike Earl and I have a podcast now. It's called Behind the Glass, and it gives you guys a little bit of a behind-the-scenes look on how the production team works, how we come up with our topics, and we get to talk about our ideas as well on and off the show. So you can check it out. We usually do it. We've been doing it on Wednesday nights around 7, and it's on UCSS YouTube channel. But now it's time for true and false. And true and false today is our brand-new Cleveland Guardian, Noah Syndergaard. Aha. Oh, my gosh. I know nothing. (laughs) Okay. All right, you guys ready for this first one? Let's work. Let's do it. Steve, let's do this. So, first up, Noah Syndergaard has more career home runs than Miles Straw. Is that true or false? It better be. (laughs) Oh, I know for Noel. (laughs) <laughs> you don't know Syndergaard's a pitcher, right? I do know that. <laughs> I know that. If if this if this well, that's just the thing. If, if this, I seen some highlights. If this, is, if, this, if this is the truth, I'm cutting my straw by myself. Oh yeah, this is 100 percent true. <laughs> it better be. Yeah, you can take it, Steve. It is 100 percent true. I want to say. How is that? I already, I already knew. Right? I already knew so just so you know, Syndergaard has six career home runs Miles and Straw, Straw has third. five. Oh, yeah, How five. many less at bats does he have? <laughs> that I did not look into. A lot. That was such I, a funny fact. That's a shame. Maybe a thousand less at bats. That's and a shame. If, you know what? I'm gonna be belligerent by boy. That's a shame. If I catch if I catch another baseball diehard try to justify that contract for Miles Straw. I gotta go all the way in, like it's, are we talking about a money base? Because this is, this is, this is, that's unacceptable. And the fact that they gave him a bag of money and he has five home runs, yeah, he's a great locker. Speaking room. Of, great uh, locker room that, guy. That reminds me. Um, did you see uh, that tweet? I tagged you in this tweet. I met, I got, I got, I got to look up the guy's name Lord. real quick. All right, go go to number two, and then I'll come yeah, back. Yeah, so we'll do number two while you yeah. look for that. Number two, guys. Syndergaard <coughs> was named Fort Worth's Star Telegram's Player of the Year his senior year of high school. True or false? Syndergaard was named the Fort Worth Star Telegram's Player of the Year. My guess. <laughs> All right, Steve, we can take it. It is going to be dun-dun, true. Dang. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm trying I to keep was, score back guessing. here. So that is G and Bull got that one. Tyvis got that one wrong. Uh, make sure you pay attention to some of these questions because they might help you in the future. Number so, three. So wait a second. I got to shout out this guy. <coughs> His name is Lord Luke. He calls himself Lord Luke on Twitter. You, you know, know Lord Luke? Cam from Canada. I know Lord Knight. No, not from Cam. Cam from Canada. Hey, here's Lord. Lord Luke. I'll, I'll put his picture up there. Oh, I think I saw this. So he, I ran into him. He works at one of the restaurants at the, uh, at the Cleveland airport. And I sat down with my son to grab some food and he said, he recognized me and we were talking and he goes, you got to give my guy Imani Bates a chance. 
And so we were talking about I said, okay, for you, <laughs> for you and G and Earl, you give him a I'm going to give him a full chance. <laughs> you give him a full shot. Because hey, get him around in the ball for bull for giving him a, a full a full, guy. A full chance. That he means, was a good guy. And, and you also said that you will be watching the games this I, year. I, I, I am. They, they made, made changes. They made changes. They made so there it goes. People All change, right. bull. All yeah. right, number three. Yeah. Syndergaard was an all-star in 2016 and 2019. What the hell happened in the, uh, uh, between them? I guess we go to I mean, I know he was an all-star, but I don't remember. I'm going to go with I don't know what years. Right, G saying true. I don't remember years. So. Tyvis is saying true. Bull is saying true. It is, in fact, false. I he was only an all-star in 2016. Uh, I should have known that. So he been fell off, huh? He, he fell off. This year is particularly bad. He, he hasn't been very good coach. the last few years, but this year he's been, you know, much worse. So he's a bullpen guy. No, he's going to start. He's going to start Monday. He's a starter. Oh, manager. really? Yeah. He's starting for us yeah, on he's Monday. Coming off the injured list to start Monday. Hey, you know what's oh, cool? Hopefully he get that. He get that. Uh, that switching leagues little bump. You know they'd be switching leagues and they'd be like, oh, we don't know what this guy is. It, listen, the guy's not the pitcher he was when he first came over the Mets. Wouldn't stun me though if he had a few decent starts in them. All right, so number four, when he came up from the Mets, was Syndergaard a first-round pick by the Toronto Blue Jays in 2010? <laughs> I mean, it's, I have no. I feel like crazy. this is something that bull would know. This is an itty, mini, mighty mo, bro. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, listen. I only had to do two scrolls down Wikipedia to find most of these, so. Tyvis, you're saying false. I'm going to go with true. G's I going guess. with true. That's bro. That's true. And Bulls going with true. It is in fact true. Bull. So real quick, Bulls got three, G's got two, and Tyvis, you have one. I thought I had. No, I got yeah. two. The Mets traded for him. You got two kids. I believe. <laughs> no, I think I had. Well, we all. Oh no, we got it wrong. I too only got Correct me if I'm wrong. You could look this up on Baseball Reference. I believe he was traded to the Mets as part of a deal that included. Former knuckleball pitcher R.A. Dickey, which is a great name. Hey, man. I believe that is correct, but See I will right check it. Can you, can you name, Dickey. besides besides Tom Candiotti and R.A. Dickey, two other knuckleball pitchers? Who's the first one you said? Tom Candiotti. Tim Wakefield. There it is. And Phil Negro. Anytime we do baseball, and Hoyt Wilhelm, I, I think was a knuckleballer. See, I'm, 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 I'm bringing Bull as part of my team. Phone a friend on who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, right. Baseball for 400. I'm in. Go All ahead, right, guys. Yeah. Number five, Syndergaard is from Mansfield, Texas. True or false? Not to be confused with Mansfield, Ohio. Texas, probably. He's, I think he's from. Tyvis says false. I'm gonna say this is false. I think he's from Fort Worth, Texas. False. Actually, I got you guys all again. He is, in fact, from Mansfield, Texas. <laughs> I can't get nothing right, man. I, I, What's the standings here? Uh, Bull, you are still in the lead three, with three, two, G2, Tyvis one. All right. How many more we got? Uh, we got three left. So, okay. number six. Cindergard only made six starts with the L.A. Dodgers before being traded to the Guardians. He's been hurt. True. Stop playing behind. Hey, I'm going to start calling Anthony Rajah Ghoul. That's wrong. He made like 10 starts, I think. Yeah, it's false. False. So, Tyvis and Bull, you are correct. It is false. Uh -oh. He made 12 starts. 12. He went 1-4 and four with a 7.16 ERA. Threatening your, your runner-up trophy. All right, guys. Number seven. 
The Guardians will be Syndergaard's fifth different team since 2015. G, you're going true. G, reclaim second place. Oh. It is, in fact, true. Five? He's played for the Mets, the Angels, the Phillies, the Dodgers, and now the Guardians. Kobe Fist. Uh, you're right. Kobe Fist. All right, guys, last yeah, one. <laughs> That's funny. We both say it for G could tie. So, uh, executive producer, Steve, I need you guys to well, send me a tie. Well, how could be a tie? Was it like two up on him before that one? It is 4-3-2. In descending order now. Okay. All right, last one. <laughs> Syndergaard's nickname is Thor. That's, that was way too easy. Well, then I know it's two. <laughs> All right, I gave you guys an easy one at the end, but Bull wins <laughs> Yay. with five. And that is our brand new Cleveland Guardian, there you Noah go. Syndergaard. Noah Some Syndergaard. Fun he won't facts be a Guardian him. for long, I'll tell you that. He can come in and get shelled one, <laughs> one year. Yeah, not even. He's going to be here for two months, and then he's... And a deep drive to left field. Yeah. This ball is gone. And he's gone. You think he's going to be that bad? <laughs> well, they're not going to sign him. They ain't going to give you no money. No, he ain't getting no money. No. You think go, he, you think go he's ahead, Anthony. Hold on. We'll talk more about it in just a second. Anthony, go ahead. Yeah, before we get actually into the trades here, I just want to remind everybody that for four ninety nine a month, you can become a UCS member you can also gift memberships i've got some gifted memberships today from cody clark shout out to cody and then as we get into our next topic here we're going to talk about the guardians trades and our final predictions we're going to get some headlines in and i also have a super chat to start this off guys in your opinion what is a bigger move by the guardians trading for noah or bringing up oscar and that's from professor chaos for five dollars so thank you for the super chat well it's definitely bringing up oscar gonzalez noah Syndergaard. See, I, I know you guys, you know, obviously talked about the trade yesterday, so I just wanted to chime in. I, I did a, a short about it. Um, I was a little surprised at first when they traded Rosario for Syndergaard. I assumed if they traded him, they would trade him for... If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, a minor leaguer. Uh, it kind of makes me wonder. See, I think at this point the Guardians are not going to do a full sell-off because they don't have much to, to sell. Uh, they're not going to trade Bieber because he's hurt. But I, I, I wonder, and, and then I thought, well, maybe they, they got Syndergaard because they're going to trade Savali. And then I thought about it, and I said, no, the reason they got Syndergaard is because they have three rookie pitchers, and they don't want those guys to throw too many innings. They don't want them to overdo it in the rookie year. That's why they got Syndergaard. Now, can Syndergaard stay healthy enough to cover some innings and pitch well enough to cover some innings? That's a question, but at least he's a veteran. He's been in the league. It wouldn't stun me if he was decent for them the last two months. It also wouldn't stun me if he was a total piece of crap the last two months. But I, it, there's still got to be something in there. I don't believe the guy's totally shot. He's not that old. He's only like 31, I think. 
So I do like the deal, even though, Ahmad, even though I like Ahmad Rosario better as, than Syndergaard, Rosario is going to be gone at the end of the year. Yep. It's time to let more young players play. Oscar Gonzalez, at the very least, should be playing every day against lefties. I'd play him every day, frankly. I'd play him every day in right field. I'd have Brennan play center field and Quan play play left. Or I'd play Quan in center and Brennan in left, whatever. I would play those three guys. To me, Straw should go to the bench with Oscar up and be a fourth outfielder. I don't know what they're going to do. I doubt they'll actually do that. My guess is they'll end up platooning Will Brennan and Oscar Gonzalez and right. But now, now whether it's Tyler Freeman or Gabriel Arias, one, one of those young guys is going to get a chance to play pretty much every day. Well, Gabriel played really well yesterday. Yeah, and he's been terrible so far. But maybe if he's getting regular playing time, he'll play better. It was time to move on from Rosario. I don't think people need to kill him on the way out. He was a pretty good player for the Guardians. He, the can, he had some clutch hits this he season. Did. So and I don't he know. Played, was playing well for the last month. But it was time to move on. He was not part of their future. It was time to let the young guys play. And, you know, Jimenez batting high in the lineup. I like to see that. And he <coughs> you had know, a good day yesterday. You know, Bull, it, it's just, to me, it's just like when I look at the roster, there's no yeah. there's no stars. <laughs> there's, well, uh, Jose's a star. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that's... A, that goes without yeah. saying. But and, and Josh Naylor's having a star. I'm about to say the Naylor brothers He's both been great. Been I, like, good. I think I, you know you mentioned. But there's Naylor. not there's no. not a lot of stars. It's not a no, especially at the positions that you want stars. Yeah. like your shortstop, your center fielder. Um, you don't have. Oh, I'm interested to see your trade. They just don't have. It's just like the the, the pop. If you ain't going to have no pop with the veterans, I just play all the young guys and see how far they can get. That's right. Well, and, mean, if they, that's... you know, at this point, they don't have a lot to trade anyway. They might as well go for it. You're 500. The team's the, the division stinks. And even though it seems unlikely that the Guardians can make a run in the playoffs, you never know. It's baseball. I and say, you say baseball. weird things happen. And, and especially, it's a, it's a huge if. I'm not counting on it, but in theory – if you had Bieber and McKenzie back for the playoffs mm. to go with Gavin Williams and Tanner Bybee and Zavali, that's a really good rotation. Now, will they have those two guys? I'm skeptical. Neither one's going to be back before September. I'm skeptical that either will be back this year. But if they could, and they could be potentially dangerous, even with their awful lineup. If I'm the Guardians, I'm going to get a little aggressive and actually go the other way and try to make a trade for another hitter. Uh, I, I hope they do that and trade away. You have too much. You have so many minor leaguers. You know, you've given away some good hitters. You gave away. You, you traded Yandy Diaz. He's great for Tampa. You traded Nolan Jones. He, he's having a good season for Colorado. Uh, it's time for them to add a, a proven hitter. I'd like to see them do that. We'll see. I so like let's see what the trades are. I was going to say, that has to yeah, do I was gonna say we have your guys' headlines ready. <laughs> As soon as you're ready, Bull, we'll start with you. Okay. So you guys didn't actually give me headlines. You just gave me trades. So I, I didn't remember you saying send the headline in that. It oh, good. Say I, my bad. So I, oh, here's Bulls. Bad. It's Oh Yeah O'Neal. Guardians yeah. acquire Tyler O'Neal for a minor league pitcher. Yeah, and I didn't get into the details on the pitcher because I answered that question. I think I was traveling or whatever it was. I don't remember. But um, it, the Guardians develop a million pitchers. Well, uh, nobody on the current roster – Tyler O'Neill doesn't have a ton of value, but he has got a lot of upside if he can stay healthy. Uh, he's controllable through next year. Uh, he's a good defensive player. He's got speed. He's got power. He's had a bad season. He's been hurt. But I think you get him for a middling minor league starting, you know, a middling minor league pitcher, and you add a legitimate bat to the lineup. They need more than one, but I, I, I think potentially 
he could be their third or fourth best hitter for the for the final two months of the season. Mm. I, I take it. I would tell yeah, you. Yeah, it's a stick. I'm down for it. I yeah. like and I like the I like the controllables. The only that's yeah. the one thing about my trade is that yeah, it's no. just for the year. Okay. Yeah. Who's next? <laughs> All right, so G's gonna be up next and he's sticking with the bat. So he's yeah. got one eight hundred, rent a bat. Yeah. Guardians <laughs> trade Brinson and prospects for Randall. I'm not even gonna try and pronounce that. Gritchick. Randall Gritchick. So I don't think you'd have to trade Will Brinson, G, to get him. Really? Yeah, no. I, I think you just trade the prospects. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think you just – I'm fine with getting Gritchick. He's kind of past his prime, I think, at this point. 31. But I, I don't know what kind of year he's having. I haven't paid close uh, attention to the – 246 plate appearances. Yeah. Um, he missed some 313, time. 370, 487 with six home runs, 19 doubles, 25 RBIs. Yeah, I mean, he's 120 OPS. He's fine. I mean, he's in that Tyler O'Neill vein, except mm-hmm. O'Neill's got a little more upside because he's younger. How many years is he controllable? I mean, this is just a, this I a little think this is a free agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This oh, so this is the one year. Yeah. Okay, you in the same boat as me. Oh, well, I shot for the stars on mine, so. <laughs> yeah. He did, but Ty, it was You want to raid yours? It, sure, yeah, let's sure. see what I shot for the stars. Hey, should go for Shohei? No, Hayes. no, I didn't go for Shohei. I said that, that crazy. I, I said I wouldn't do it, yeah. okay? But I went with Cody Bellinger. I thought that was, you know, obviously he's, it, it's going to take a lot now. because he's having a freaking year as now, of lately. But See, I don't, th- this would be a great move by them. But it's only for the year, though. A couple things, it is only for the year, and they're not, he's going to get a, a gonna nice get, contract yeah, at the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think the Cubs are going to dump now. I thought they would for a while, but they've got actually gotten hot. Yeah, he's and a part of they just got back to 500 yesterday with uh-huh. their win. And their division while it's not as bad as the American League Central, it's still not great. They're only four. Cubs are only four and a half games out of a playoff spot. Isn't he hitting like one of the he's, best he's hitters in the for best, like the past month or something? For, like that? In July, he's like one of the two best hitters in baseball. Yeah. And the guy has a track record. He's been an MVP. The Cubs could get Ooh, a, that would a be crap nice. for him. <laughs> That'd be nice to get that. You'd have to give up top. Like, unlike, nice. unlike Gritchick and O'Neill, you'd have to give up. The Cubs would, would probably want. You know, Tanner Bybee, maybe. Oh, and I don't no, think the Guardians no, would no, do that. So no, no. For, 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 <laughs> for a year? No. To get an impact. He's the only impact bat. Yeah. He's the only massive impact bat on the market. But I, I actually don't think the Cubs are going to trade him. I think they're going to keep him and try to sign him to an extension. I trade Allen. But we'll see. I trade Allen. <laughs> you, you give him that. No, but, here's, but here's the thing. People be throwing Allen in like he's Gavin Williams and Bobby. No. He ain't that level. He's not at that level. No. His he velocity was, and his stuff. He was decent when he was up. No, he's his, a nice He's a nice his, a, a, But he ain't as good as the other two. No. Yeah. No. no. You, you, you know. He, he was got, solid, All right, bro. those are all. Uh, that's actually not bad. I mean, tra- all those guys would help the Guardians. Bellinger would help the most, but he would cost the most. Yeah. And again, I think after – when you play in a big market like Chicago, if you're in, in contention and they're four and a half games out is in contention, I don't think you could dump. You, and, you can't and, sell a fan base on dumping when and, you're a big market team. And those teams actually do have people who care about baseball. Like they, yeah, I mean, they would be up in arms. Yeah, like it's kind of, yeah, like <laughs> Cubs fans. Well, actually, he's a Cub fan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they don't, they, would, they don't be playing that. They'd be and like, bro, you. I would be kind of pissed now if they traded Bellinger. I don't think the Cubs are winning the World Series, but I think they could get to the playoffs. And you might as well go for it. Who they and, behind in their division? Uh, they're behind Atlanta? Cincinnati and Milwaukee. Oh, but yeah. in the wild card, they're only so there's there's like the wild card right now in the National League is crazy. There's six there's uh, six teams within a half a game of each other, and then the Cubs are four games behind those teams. So, you know, 
and some of those teams have gotten cold as the mm. season has gone along. Yeah, Cincinnati is. They, yeah, they, they, they had that they, hot streak. And then they kind of, yeah, but they stay only a game and, and, and a half and out. And if you look at the National League, outside of Atlanta and the Dodgers, nobody's really that good. Those I teams are really believe, good. I can't believe the Mets is like. They're a disaster. I can't the believe The Mets last it. night, think about this. The <laughs> Mets have the largest payroll in the history of baseball. It's crazy. Their payroll, I believe, is about $350 million. They traded their closer, David Robertson, not a star, but he's done a nice job as their closer this year when, when uh, Edwin Diaz got hurt. They traded him to the Marlins, who have the 23rd highest payroll. So the Marlins are going for it, and nobody expected the Marlins to be good. Congratulations to their GM. Do you know the Marlins GM is a woman? First female really? GM in the history of sports. That's crazy. Sports. She's and done an amazing why job. Is that, why is that not like? Why is that not publicized? Right? It's not it's, a big. It hasn't I didn't been even a huge know story. That. Yeah. Her name is Kim Ng, I believe, and she's done a magnificent job. That oh, team has yeah. no payroll. You know, they're they they have a payroll similar to the Guardians, and, and they've been very good. They're having a tremendous season, and they've developed some good young players. And the, the $350 million, if you look at the top five highest payrolls in baseball, the Mets are terrible. The Yankees are not very good. And who's the third team? The up a- there? Angels got a high payroll. And the Angels, thank you. They're the third team in the top five, and they stink. Well, they they, keep- now, they just went for it. They traded for Carlos Rodon for the White Sox. Yeah. But I doubt they're going to make the playoffs. The Angels is keeping, they trying they to keep. They want to keep Otani. Did you see what he, did you guys see what he did yesterday? He pitched a perfect game and then hit Not home. a perfect game, but close I mean, to it. close, yeah. So, first game, for those who don't know, first, he, the Angels played a doubleheader with the Tigers. Tyvis is right. He almost pitched a perfect game. He pitched a one-hit shutout mm-hmm. through less than 100 pitches. <laughs> one-hit shutout in the first and game. hit a home run. And then in the second game, he had two, two home, home runs. runs. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is, in, it's insane. That's what I, in a short sample size, I mean, it's hard to say. Like they're not going to trade him, though. So yeah, yeah, they said they're not trading. They said that he's the one that's open to resign. And in smaller sample size, he might be the best player ever. That's what where everybody. If he does it for another six, seven years, I mean, we've never seen anything like this. For those who say Babe Ruth, first of all, I don't give a shit what you say. (laughs) Before I don't, I don't care. I don't care about any guys that, that did things before the broke they before the color barrier was broken because it's bullshit. They should have all protested and not played until black guys were allowed to play. And I don't want to hear it's a different era. Tough shit. You should have known better. Okay. <laughs> Number two, Babe Ruth only pitched and hit full time one season. A lot of people don't know that. Mm. When Babe Ruth came to the big leagues, I can't remember what year it was, 1910, 12, I don't know. He was a pitcher, mostly a pitcher for the Red Sox. Now, in those days, there was no DH, so he did hit. And he was a decent hitter, but he wasn't hitting all the time. He was mostly a pitcher. His last year in Boston, he did both the whole season, and he was great at both. But that was one year. Then he got traded to the Yankees, and he never hit. I mean, never pitched for the Yankees. I mean, he he threw like five innings or whatever. But he basically never pitched for the Yankees. Uh, Yeah, this he might be. So there's no comparison. We've never seen anybody like that. And you you know what's what's crazy is because – Otani be playing. He could be playing multiple positions too. Like I feel like I feel like he could play center. I feel like yeah. he could play right if he yeah. wanted to play. Well, they only start. DH him because they don't want him to get hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine? He steals bases too. Yeah, I know. Can you imagine mm-hmm. if he won a Gold Glove and pitched and, and won, won, won the Cy? What if he won the Cy? He could win the Cy Young and the MVP. Probably would, won't. Would you say that he? Would you? Well, obviously we know who the first. Who's the second 
best player in baseball. I think Barry Bonds is the second no, best no, player. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm talking about ever. Right today. Now? Today. Oh, okay, no, today. Okay. I mean, I would have said Aaron Judge at the beginning of the season, he's, but well, he's been he hurt, hurt for yeah. most of the year. Yeah. Uh, probably Ronald Acuna. That's who I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I, to, to me, it's weird because he's doing all this. He pitching and, and he hitting. It's just like. Yeah, you never seen him. Like, it's like. I, it's I, nothing he can't do. I mean, he's over a lot he of has, It's quick. nothing he can't do. He, That's he crazy. Leads, he leads the league in, offensively. Leads all the league right. in home runs with 38. With triples. He leads the league in triples with seven. Leads the league in six, with 62 walks. So he walks a lot, too, as a hitter. He leads the league with a 675 slugging percentage. He leads the league with a 1,070 OPS. on a contract year, too. And, and he's got a 298 batting Dang. average, a 395 on base. I mean, it's just insane. And then, okay, if that wasn't enough, he's got a 343 ERA. He had a couple of bad starts before this last one. So his ERA is a little – but still, 343 is still good. It's not elite, but it's still good. Uh, and, he, and he has struck out – 156 batters in 120 and two-thirds innings. Just, I mean, it's just insane. <laughs> he, he's it's a, not, all on a contract year, too. Yeah. So, so he's, uh, he's, I can't wait to do And he is, how old oh is Otani? Oh, my gosh. How old is he? He, he just, ain't, now just he, turned 29. He not going to get um, Mbappé's numbers because that, that was No, that was those ridiculous. soccer numbers are Woo, great. But he's going to get at least $500. He's going to get at least <laughs> I, I don't know how many years it's going to be, but minimum fifty million per year. Is that minimum? Uh, is that Mbappe? Is that one year deal? Was that? A, did I, I see, don't know. Did I read that uh, right? Was that for soccer? Yeah. Was that a one? Yeah, year Yeah, Mbappe deal? was seven hundred and seventy-six million for Anthony one now. season, and he turned Man. it down because he's going to go play for real. Are you not majority. hearing him either? I can. Oh, you said what? Oh, you, you can't hear him. Oh, uh, bull, you got me. Oh, yeah, now I got you. Yeah, that 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 he deserves it. Uh, he's why, like, he's why one of those. My, uh, my kid is playing. So he, he's one. He's one of those players that um, that are actually underpaid. Um, like when people talk about, like they, they look at LeBron. LeBron is actually, you know, if there was no salary cap, what could LeBron get? Oh my God! Yeah, not at this point. Not but, yeah. I mean, when he was his prime, prime like, I mean, forget about. It. But even still, now because he brings us, he brings. Eyeballs to the TV, to the the arena. Miami LeBron was the best LeBron. No, when that he came back here, what are you talking? That about? number six LeBron was different. The most, he was the most athletic, gifted dude I ever seen. He embraced that. Yeah, that but he, I role. think he reached his. Man, his, that man, dude number I six in South Beach was crazy. I think the combination of athletic ability and basketball IQ combined was at its peak when he came back to Cleveland. I, I'll give you that. If you, LeBron had three different eras, right? And this is why it's funny when you talk about who's the best. LeBron had three different eras where he was doing it different ways. Like, and was still the best player. Like, even when you look at his Lakers, his stats, his stats on the Lakers are, He's averaging. He averages he's more. Still points. a top. He's a, 10 player. He averages thirty points a game. <laughs> Over four years old. And he's forty. <laughs> he averages. He averages ten assists a game. Like a couple years. It's like it's so crazy the fact that he has these different ways he played. And if you go back and watch, like like the first iteration of the LeBron Cavs LeBron, bro, this dude was the fastest dude in the league. This dude like was just he was, and then he would get three four steals a game. It was like they were throwing him the rock. Like he would just be in yeah. the passing lanes and he just dunk. And I'm like, man, this dude, this dude Wait, is crazy. What, what version are you talking about? I'm talking that's the first Cavs version, yeah. the 66 <laughs> win Cavs, like where they had nobody. Then they then the second version was the Heat version. 
which I think the villain role. He was he was he was the villain. Uh, and villain he had the best teammate. And he never played with great teammates and, like and that. Yeah, before. it was crazy. And then he came back to Cleveland, and it was like the the kind of like he was still athletic. He still had the grown man game, but that level his IQ was just crazy. Right. And he learned how to close. And, and remember remember the playoffs. His best his best playoffs to me were in 2018 when after they got rid of D Wade and Rose and yeah, all yeah. those other guys, LeBron was just like he was hitting all them buzzer beaters against the he was, uh, he was. Raptors and against the yeah. Pacers and he closed the, uh, the Celtics out in game seven. Like it, it, it was just crazy. I think we've talked about this before here. I know, I can't remember, but how good a football player you think he would have been as a tight end. I mean, he was gifted. good. He was, he was very good. Wasn't he highly yeah, I think guarded he, as, yeah, a all, he was, as a tight end. Yeah, he played right receiver. I mean, don't you think? I mean, like, I'd have locked him up for sure. If that's you, what you asking. Like he wouldn't. He stood he's no like chance. Seven inches on you. I don't care. Six nine. Don't care. Hey, so think about that. Don't care. How tall was Antonio Gates? He wasn't six, six four. Like six four. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only thing you can think is like, could he have taken the pounding of the hits? I mean, he's going against Denzel Ward. Chill out. Fair. Yeah, I mean, who Denzel? Well, it'd be more safeties. No, 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 that's a lie. Oh. He would have been going against Cam Chancellor. Right. But Cam Chancellor's Cam. how tall? 6'4". Is he really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Cam but Chan- that's pretty. If, if but you that- ever seen Cam Chancellor, when I seen Cam Chancellor yeah. for the first time in yeah. 2016, yeah. he looked like the green thing off Space Jam. Mm. <laughs> just rip. I was. But like, he's. A, but that's <laughs> on you. He's. He's unusually big for a so, linebacker so, for a so, safety. So. Yeah. So you see. So LeBron <laughs> is a person who is six nine. Yeah. His vertical is like forty five to fifty inches. Right. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? How are you? Like I'm him? gonna jump over you. Yeah. Like literally. You, you and beat I'm him ca- up at the line. How about at the red zone? Like, how are you stopping him in the red zone? I don't know. Um, I don't know. So it's this thing that's called yeah. you play through the hands. Mm-hmm. So if somebody out jumps you, right, they gotta bring it back down. Like it's right. You know, now the good ones to do this and just go like that, but yeah. he ain't. He ain't. Don't on you that think LeBron? Yet. He would have held that ball over his head. No. Like See, look, because if you go if you go up with two, mm-hmm. and I go. Boom, right. make it with one. You catch it with one, I, I, I believe. He got the one hand catch. All I do that to hey, you. You hey, catch that bad boy he with got one. The, he got the, I, old, he got I, the Odell. Because what's going to happen is you gonna, he's going to go up, he's going to push off like this, and I'm, I'm going to hold this hand down like got, this. It, you catch it like that, right. I'm going to throw this hand and make it look like I'm contesting it. You catch it with one hand. Yeah. Hey, I think LeBron would have been <laughs> great at any sport. Would have been, maybe not as good at ba- as, as he is in basketball, but I think he could have played professionally in almost any sport had he spent baseball. Had, baseball. If he had spent his whole childhood playing baseball and had done it in college, you know, like whatever. Like if he if he was all in on baseball, and obviously it's a very different skill set than yeah. basketball, football, you know. But I, I, I think he's so far and above. Like I think he's Bo Jackson. It's Chico. I, I think he's Bo Jackson, and uh, Bo Jackson would have been great in any sport. Well, that's interesting that you say yeah. that because you know somebody else that's like that too. His name is Tyrus Powell. Oh my god. Except for <laughs> now we have to watch <laughs> get to, the let's get it. video. Let's we get the video ready for the end of the show. We're just waiting for Sean Porter to call in right now. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sean's calling in. Now there's uh, Why am I not hearing Anthony all of a sudden? My earpiece by the way, already. There's some fire I got a lot of earwax. Earl Earl and uh Earl and Man, uh, listen to me. Earl and, and, and Tyrus jumped up 
Every y'all listen. I, put this, Steve. These everybody here is old, and you know they out of their element. They don't understand <laughs> that the biggest fight of the year is happening tomorrow. If you don't watch Bud versus Errol Spence, I don't know what you're doing. You mm. better stay up to midnight to see this. Who? This is Terrence Croft, Terrence Bud Crawford versus Who? Errol Spence Jr. This is like the fight of the year. Both of them undefeated. So you're excited about this? Yeah, yeah. The belts is on the line. Whoever wins this is like one of the best fighters we in, know, in the we, game. We, Outside of Javante Davis, because Tank is that dude. Hey, so these the, guys are welterweights? Yes, welterweights. Yes. What's their what record? does that mean? They're both undefeated. One is, I think, 30. I think Bud might be 39 and 0, and I think Arrow might be 29 and 0. How, how much I'm, they weigh? Like 143. I'm not interested like in seeing no DBs punch each other in the face. That's okay. the problem. When we were young, <laughs> I don't when G wanna, and I were young. Girl, what's wrong with these people? We man? saw, we saw <laughs> growing we saw great heavyweights. <laughs> like, y'all gotta heavyweights. be kidding me. Come on, great yeah, heavyweights. Listen, they, they go. I ain't gonna say somebody gonna get knocked out, but they just and, might. And then when they want no great fights for all the belts, apparently. We talk about we, we we. I watched Bernard Hopkins. I watched Roy Jones Jr. And the only small dude I'm gonna watch yeah. is Mayweather. You're not gonna watch Javante Davis? I watched him at the little baby concert. Yeah. I. By the way, I like. You have to watch Tank fight. When I was a teenager, I would watch Mike Tyson. That was an event. When that, Mike that, Tyson would fight. That's how that Tank fights is. Hey, G, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> Mike Tyson <laughs> would you, Earl, Mike Tyson would beat them. up these two guys Whoa. by himself. Like, you, hold on. Join live. Did, you, did, you, did you just say this was the same type of event that Mike Tyson's was? Please take that. You're back. out of your mind. Detract that. Tank, tank, a tank fight is is nowhere in the spectrum. It's like that. Mike Tyson is still more famous than him. He ain't been. Anytime you got tank fight, anytime you got a Bud fight, that's a that's that's a legit fight. Anytime you got an Errol Spence fight, those are. All I might legit, be wrong, like big time dude. But I don't think Tank went past the sixth round. Well, let me Maybe ask you a question. Seventh round uh, ever. Uh, Earl, are you as delusional as Tyvis as you think this is bigger than a freaking Mike Tyson fight? I think because of how profile both opponents are and knowing how good they are, the difference is Mike Tyson was knocking everybody Don't out in the first there. round. By the way, it's not like Mike you Tyson always not a worthy opponent. <laughs> boxing was way more popular then than it is now. You guys may be into it, <laughs> yeah, but in general, it's not as like, popular as like, it used when to you be. That's because y'all, t- y'all t- once Mike Tyson retired and got knocked out by Buster Douglas, shout out Columbus, y'all stopped caring about boxing entirely. Yeah, because much. it wasn't nobody That's doing terrible. It. Because it's, all it's the people out there that's good. Floyd went 50 but and 0. That, Floyd's a scumbag. Floyd is the best fighter of all time. He beat up women. Well, Floyd is the best we, fighter we, of we, all time. We watch Floyd, right? But all these other cats, we not. I don't know y'all, bro. Well, you did. Won't you tune in tonight? I'm a, I'm a, I mean, tomorrow, I'm a, I'm a tomorrow tech, night, Saturday, out. twelve Steve, o'clock. Steve Becker says it's the biggest pay-per-view boxing since Mayweather Pacquiao. Thank you. But that Mayweather Pacquiao fight sucked, didn't it? It yeah. did. Because he fought him when he was they was past. These guys only prom. fight when they're these old. two dudes is in their prime. That's prom. what I'm saying. All right, who's gonna win? <laughs> Who's gonna win? So, so Bud should win, but Arrow could win. So, what eight, kind of answer is that? Yeah, that's what you I'm saying. That's Let's what I'm. Go. That's what I'm saying. You're you you're so, so into my point pick, exactly. Pick a winner. Let's go. <laughs> I I would love to see Arrow win the fight. Who are you picking? <laughs> I just told you I pull Arrow All to right. win the fight. Give me Bud Crawford. <laughs> All right, at least see, at least Earl had the balls to say, "Hey, I, I'm gonna, I just want to see a great fight." Right, somebody hit the canvas but, and knocked oh, so, out. So, That's so, the best so, way to so, end. So, so let me, I'm gonna give you this. And we wanted to see a great softball game. But we don't day, all get what we want. When, <laughs> when we was watching Anthony, stay behind the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Bull. When yeah. we when we was watching boxing, you yeah. got to understand George Foreman. 
we was watching Did you people. Watch this movie? We was watching people that was in the like the greatest of all time. Yes. Like Sugar Ray Leonard, right? Like you, right. Like Sugar you, Ray. You, you talk. You, you Marvin talk Hagler. Marvin Hagler. Uh, Those uh, guys were off the weights. These think. dudes is top. Is these guys that we watching? Is they is they ever gonna be in the top? They all timers. They all timers. Possibly. I feel like there's not as. <laughs> now I will admit I'm talking. It's out of a my different weight. Like y'all talking about heavyweights. No, those. No, no. no Marvin Hagler, Marvin Hagler and, and uh, Tommy Hitman Hearns. Those guys were welterweights, right? Yeah, man. But let me tell you something. Now I may be talking out of my ass, but I feel like this the guy, the guys in those days, like they were more badass than the guys now. I don't know. That's I the guess. Way it seems. I, I guess. Hey, I used to love you, boxing. So you're not gonna watch this fight tomorrow? Maybe I'll watch it. What? What? I send, I send you the link. How much it costs? Send me the link. I'll watch. <laughs> How much it costs? If I have Showtime, do I watch it for free? No. Showtime is Showtime. Showtime is Showtime pay per view. It's two what, totally what, different. What is, what is what type of pay per view is it now? It's Showtime. Are you inviting us to your house? No. Unless you, you coming to Columbus. Uh, you just said no. Why would I come if you didn't invite me? There's <laughs> another reason. There's another now. reason they ain't as big as they used to. Yeah. The, if you big back in the day boxing, there was a watch party. That's right. We used well, to always do that. Well, <laughs> who, which, one, which one of y'all? Hey, Earl. Which one of y'all Earl's got the watch party? Yeah. House? Earl. We had to host it. Why is Earl? I'm not. I didn't get because an invite he, from Earl. He's in Cleveland. Why did he invite me to his house? So you want to come all the way to two hours to come? No, I'm saying, why isn't Earl inviting me over for a watch party? Because why is Earl not inviting me? I'm not, I'm not for ordering a fight. I'm in a situation to where I'm trying to find a uh, fight party myself. <laughs> <laughs> you see, back in the day, there was multiple fight parties. Well, More, you'd be in somebody's basement. We could all a, chip in with on a it. cloudy big screen <laughs> TV. Everybody chipped in on it too. Yeah, yeah. Five right. at the door. Five How much is the fight? We may have to do. Maybe I'll have you guys over at my house. How much house. is the fight? Drive up to to my house or no? You invite me. Maybe I'll do something <laughs> in my house. I'll, I'll see chip if I can put in. it together. We all go chip in. Uh, how uh, much is the fight? 50? I have no, I don't, you're the one into it. I have I no idea. Like 100 bucks. Ooh. How much? What? Uh, 100 bucks. 100 bucks. <laughs> 100 bucks. I got a stream at website. I can't tell you. This is not 20, uh, 2006. $50 fights on, uh, for pay per view. Oh, my God. Earl's oh, got to work three weeks at 92.3 The Fan <laughs> to make 100 bucks. Man, you That's listen. my parking money, boo. <laughs> You're right. Damn. That's a hundred hey. for the fight. I got to look that up. Oh. That, that, that All right, well, we look right. that up. We'll take a break for Anthony. What's up, Anthony? Yeah, guys, real quick. I'm working on some technical issues, but I just want to remind everybody that you can subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show to get notifications for our show, for Behind the Glass, for the post-game shows. Our Browns post-game show this year is going to be hosted by Earl G. and McNuggets themselves. You can catch us every day at the two-minute warning after every game. And we are going to get Sean Porter in here shortly. We're just working through a couple technical difficulties. Hey, real quick, why are they doing that? Bull, I got a question because we were talking about you yesterday. And yeah. so I got to tell you to your face. <laughs> if you the, I know you're not a part back, of the, girl. I know you're not a part but of the, 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 uh, the post game. But if the if the Bengals <laughs> lose, are you pulling up to try to defend why they lost? Mm. Oh, you were saying that I'm off the post game because I don't want to do the Bengals. And no, Browns? we're saying we're asking a question. I, I, if, I, if the Bengals lose week one, are you going to pull up and try to defend why they lost? Because we already talked about we coming in Monday laughing at you. Listen, Earl, you know, you should know me well enough to know that know. I am not an excuse maker. <laughs> if they lose, now. they lose. I, I mean, that's it happens. What are you going to do? I'm not going to make excuses. If you want me to come on for a couple of minutes, if they lose, then fine. I'll come on. I don't, we I don't talk care. on Monday. 
But he said, well, I'll be on the show Monday. They said, what is, what is Bulls move going to be like on Monday? I'm like, it all depends on how they take an L. Let me tell you something. It's the first game of the year. I'm not going to panic about it. It's a bigger game for the Browns than it is for the Bengals. The Bengals have gone deep into the playoffs the last two years. I agree. The Browns, there's more pressure on them. So you, so you would be, I'm not actually, be, actually, yeah. actually, you'd be less happy than we would. Like if y'all lost, uh, you would be like, okay, we, you have some, some recent success to point to. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not. But if we lost, we're gonna be in here hot. Is he, say, is he saying? Yeah. Is he saying that they trash? Is that I what that was? I don't know what that was. <laughs> is that was that was like the shot when somebody throws a, a water bottle at the garbage can and misses. Man, he was saying that y'all oh, take is trash. My take is trash. <laughs> I think that's what I don't know. Earl, you want to comment? My bad. I was helping Anthony. What'd you say? Oh, <laughs> now we were trying to analyze trash, Steve's camel yeah. work, but I, I think there was All right, so so in boxing. Let me ask you yeah. this question. Yeah. All right, for a million bucks, hmm. would you take would you take a body punch from Mike Tyson? Oh my god! Today, I'm, right now, Mike Tyson today? Yes. For a million? Yeah. Please. I do anything. Yes. So would you let would he let would you let him hit you in your face? Oh, I could die though. Bare knuckles. For for how much? A million. What are the chances I would die from that punch? I take it right. We in got the Sean ball. Porter. We do. We have Sean, Sean Porter. Sean if you guys want to bring him in. I don't see him. There he, there is. he is. Hey, Sean. No one's taking a punch from Mike. No there one's taking a punch from Mike. <laughs> would I die? In the, no, would I die? In the body? If, Thank you. If he punched me in the face, would I die? You could. The, now, the body is fine. The head, now you got problems. <laughs> <laughs> How, if, he, if Mike Tyson punched, I got a big belly, right? Uh, if Mike Tyson punched me once in the stomach, how, how, how effed up would I be? I think I think you'd be all right. You might um you might <laughs> crap out some things that you're not used to crapping out for a little while, but you'd be all right. But the head, you you're gonna you, there's gonna be a lot of things you don't remember and you don't want. Yeah, that. I can't do that. So I'm, I'll, I'll take the stomach punch for for a million. Sean, why? See, this is the thing. I I never. I only know all my boxing from Fight Night. That's it. I don't know nothing else besides That's Fight a shame. Night. Stop it. I'm old. Fight well, night. Tyvis is mad. Tyvis, let's be honest. Sean, tell him how important is how big this Tyvis fight is. Tyvis is mad because G and I don't know as much about boxing these days. We loved boxing when we were loved younger. Love it. I, I would. I That's my friends and I would watch. It's we watched every Mike Tyson fight. We watched Hagler. We watched Hearns. We watched all those guys back in the day. But we don't watch boxing. G and I don't watch boxing regularly anymore. That's a shame. Tyvis loves it. Earl loves it. And, and we're gonna, we're trying to put together a party now to watch this fight because he's telling us how big it is. It, it, is this one of the biggest fights in in a long time? One of the biggest fights in a long time. We had Booker T on my podcast yesterday, the Portaway Podcast. Uh, definitely want you guys to to follow that. I follow you your show and I watch it all the time when it, when I'm on YouTube. So y'all got to watch my show too. All right? Hold on, wait, hold on, wait. We about what is it? Because I'm about to subscribe right now. What is it? What is it called? The port the, the Port Away podcast. But listen, no, I had Booker T on uh just yesterday. He it. said this is probably the most excited he's been in probably about thirty okay. years. He said there's been some really big fights. He said, boy, a fifty a true fifty fifty fight where you 
don't know who's going to win, but you do know it's going to be exciting from beginning to end. He said, I ain't felt nothing like this in 30 years. I said, yeah, that sounds wow. about right. So, wow. I'm saying, yeah, man. man I, I truly do. I hate for people to miss this one because you really miss. You, you get a lot of people to talk about what boxing is and what boxing used to be and what boxing people don't know what boxing is and all that. You, you're going to find out everything you want to know from boxing in this fight right here. Sean, what is, what is it about these two fighters and their style, you know, that, that stands out above the rest of the other boxers? Here's the thing. They literally have it all. You got one fighter who's extremely conventional. What I mean by that, he's textbook. Everything is right. Straight jabs, straight right hands. He's throwing the hooks where they need to be. He's a great body puncher. He goes, he, he applies the pressure. And he can also move if he needs to, and that's Errol Spence Jr. And then on the other side of that, you got a, a wild card kind of fighter who can do just about anything you need to do to win the fight. And I think the other reason why everybody is so excited about this fight, what boxing we, we refer to ha is having dog. Basically, having dog is having that courage, that, 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 that go through anything to win a fight. And we all know that neither one of these fighters are going to be willing to stop. Neither one of these fighters are going to want to quit. And that's why everybody loves this fight. You get all the technical stuff that you want out of boxing, but you also get that warrior that you want to see. And you got two warriors in the ring. It, it doesn't happen. Usually you get a warrior that doesn't have the skills. You get a warrior that doesn't have the power. You get a warrior that doesn't have the speed. You got, th this is a complete fight, top to bottom. You, you know, Sean, mm. I, when I look at it, you know, and, and this is so funny, I, I remember growing up, and um, you grow up, and, and I remember I had cousins who live in the hood, and they, you know, to me, anytime there was a fight, it was just like they would get to fight, and you'd be over there, you like, man, you might see some, you might see some weed, you might see, <laughs> you might see some, a few, a few pistols, you might see uh, pit bulls off the leash. But the cool thing about it was, you'd be like, this is forbidden. It was dangerous. You, you watching yeah. boxing, people could get knocked out. Back then, it just seemed like they had that energy level. Why do you think? I got a couple, you know, theories. Like it's like, you know, when you take a look at. The I the belts. I don't know who owns the belts. Like I don't know who's the contender, who has the belt, who's doing what. Got you. Sorry uh, about that. I don't. I don't know exactly. You know who's the you the, the contender, and I don't know really. Damn it. We can't watch. We can't really watch the boxers come up. They're thirty three and oh right. I think one is thirty three and oh one twenty nine and oh. So like some that. people, some people aren't even gonna see, have not seen one of their fights and build up to that. So, I, you know, what do you think is is one of the main reasons that boxing, I won't say it's stagnant, but it needs to, you know, needs fights like hey, this to keep just, going. Yeah, just a second, by the way, guys. I think Sean dropped his phone and disconnected for a minute. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I did. Well, why don't you do one in. of the, the the things there? Yeah, this will be our last yeah. one actually for the day. So I just would like to remind everybody that Behind the Glass podcast is run by Mike Earl and I, and it's on usually Wednesday nights around 7. Go ahead and tune in. You can subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show and get notifications for when we go live. And gift memberships today. We've got gifted memberships today. It's been a good day, and look forward to our Browns postgame coverage this coming season. Yeah, it's huge. Hey, hey what, what, uh, what time is the fight? Do we know? They, what time? They going to fight? Yeah, it's going to be like 11, Probably midnight. 11 that, that's 
I know, because I go to sleep at 11 o'clock every night, but I, I got to stay up for this. I can't. You cannot well, miss this I'm fight. I'm thinking about having you guys over to my house, but are you? is everybody going to stay up till? I mean, are you going to be able to? <laughs> it's going to be a late night. That's the hardest part right there. I'm going to I don't know. I'm try- I might put together a party. All right, we got Sean back. Sean, I'm curious. Um, when when you no, fight- I want to I want right. to answer the question that he had before. Yeah, go ahead, finish up. Be- because he's right, and I think I I, I I a lot's riding on this fight. Yeah, hmm. I do I do believe that boxing has already started to move into a, a new wave, and and it started to kind of. Uh, move into a wave of the best fighting the best, which is everybody what, mm-hmm. what everybody wants to see. I think people are starting to under become better connected to boxing. The fighters, it's not about being connected to the belts. And I think for so long, people have been connected to the belts. <laughs> There's so many belts out there that people are just confused and they just don't want to deal with it. People are starting to get back connected to the fighters. And I think that's the difference with now and back then to the point of the question, people were showing up with dogs, showing up, I mean, there's women in the room, men in the room, kids in the room, and and everything was happening until the main event started. And once that main event started, we're all locked and focused on what's about to happen. And it's because people were connected to the fighters. I think people got disconnected to the fighters, connected to the belts, and then it just became this, Whoever's got the belt is the guy, and we don't know who, who the guy truly is because there's so many belts. This fight is going to bring boxing, I think, back to a space that it hasn't been in in a long time. Sean, do you think that Floyd messed up things by having an undefeated record, and that's why some certain guys duck and dodge other opponents because they want to keep stay undefeated? I think I think when Floyd this – is, this is what I truly think. When Floyd was doing what he was doing – I think boxing was transitioning. And the transitioning that was happening, fighters were learning what Floyd was doing and started to learn this is not just a sport anymore. Mm-hmm. This is no longer about trophies. This is about money. How can I how can I squeeze this lemon dry? And also, for the sake of words, stay safe doing it. And I think that that wave too is is has gone on. I think that fighters have learned how to they learn the business and learn how to, for the sake of words, milk the business. And now it ain't about milking the business no more. It's back to who can I have great, exciting fights with, also make that money, take care of my family, but do something and leave a legacy. Boxing is getting back to the legacy, which I think was was one of the lost arts for a long time. Do, do, you, think, do you think they promote enough? Not, like, not in the sense of promoters. Like, I, I think one of the big things with social media is like, you know, that's why you see a, a Jake Paul or... Some of these other guys that are just, you know, just on TikTok, like, you know, we get an opportunity now where we're closer to ever than our athletes. And we be want to see, all right, what you're doing, how you moving, what's your next fight, what your thought process. I, I, do you think there's not enough people self-promoting themselves and indoctrinating and showing people a new generation, this is what we're about? I'll take, I'll use these two guys for an example because they're probably the best example. Neither guy really likes to be on their social media a whole lot. Neither guy really likes to do the whole camera and report uh, uh, interview thing a whole lot. They're, they're comfortable doing it, but they don't really like to do it. If I was the promoter, what I would have done is say, hey, I'm giving you guys each $25,000 extra. 
I need two posts a day. A post mm. when you wake up in the morning, maybe even a post in the middle of the day, mm. and then a post when you go to sleep. I don't care what you post, just post something. Get people to notice you and notice this fight. I think that these guys did not do enough posting for themselves to get people more excited and amped up about this fight. Let's be real. Social media is real, is live, is relevant, and it will get you places that a promotional company can no longer get you. And I think that these guys needed to do that, should have done that. Sean, what is your – I know you fought both of these guys. Uh, what is your relationship like? Like, do you – do you, uh, uh, when you fight a guy, do you, do you uh, like in Rocky, Rocky and 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 and, and uh, Apollo became friends. Do yeah. guys ever become friends? Right after they fight yeah. each other. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I don't think these guys are going to become friends. I think it's going to take a little while, uh, especially if we have a loser uh, on Saturday night. I think it's going to take a while for those guys to become friends. Uh, Myself and Terrence Crawford, we are, we have been friends since we're about 16, 15, 16 years old. And that friendship is still live today and vibrant, even though we fought, had had the fight that we had. actually had him on my podcast the day after the fight. And then uh, with oh. Arrow, uh, my friendship with Arrow, we, we've, we've been able to have some phone conversations here or there. We play pickup basketball together. But uh, in the lead up to this fight, I haven't had any conversations with him. Yeah, he, uh, he didn't respond to any text messages or phone calls. So uh, it's just it's it's the way it goes. And uh, I think that there's true animosity here. And uh, I hope that uh, things through the course of this fight don't really heat up to a point that these guys want to do anything extra. I don't think either of them have the mindset to do anything outside of what it, it entails to win a boxing match. But in this one right here, man, I think anything's possible. So who is, uh, are you biased in this fight or who you who you think going to win? I'm I'm truly biased because I do have a, a strong friendship with Terrence Crawford. But when I do take my bias out, I do think that this is a 50-50 fight, a fight that can go one round or a fight that could truly go 12 rounds. And, you know, I, I say that because I truly want people to get invested into this fight, pay what it, what it costs to watch this fight because you're going to see something amazing. Even if this fight were to go one round, it would be an amazing first-round victory. Um, I don't see that. I think it goes 12, and uh, if it goes 10, I mean, we got 10 amazing rounds that we saw. So I want everybody to tune in in this one. Order that Showtime pay-per-view. Now, you know, we talk about it all the time, you know, from perspective of different sports. You know, you know, I played in college. Tybus played in the pros, and one thing that I just didn't like was just, like, I, I wasn't no conditioning guy. Like, I don't <laughs> – I don't want to like I'm not about to just be out here, but at least in conditioning and football is is sports specific. So all right, go chase the ball carry. That's some cardio. All right, do some lifting exercises with boxing. Like, I mean, are, are you were you one of those guys that was just born to be like, okay, well, I like working out 
or did you have or do you just hate it? It's grueling. You don't want to do it. You just would rather box, but you know what it is, and that's part of the game to be where you need to go to. Yeah, if I if I trained for eight weeks, I was miserable for six of those eight weeks, and then uh, my favorite week to train was the week before the fight. Why? Because you know how it is playing football. You got those those days where you just taper and you ain't doing too much. Yeah, right. I couldn't wait to not do too much. You yeah. know what I mean? But boxing is really the only sport that 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 you need every other sport to get you ready for this to for for a twelve round fight. And what I mean by that is we're swimming, we're biking, we're bike riding, we're doing sprint workouts, we're doing long distance workouts. Uh, I've even seen people. I used to do football workouts. I used to do basketball play basketball, all those things. This is the only sport you need all of the other sports to get ready for a 12-round fight. Man, that's crazy, man. That is crazy, man. Crazy. So, I, y'all I, told, I told them the other day, I said, boxing is the only sport that I know of where you have to totally ignore the thing you are that we have naturally given to us at birth, which is self-preservation. You have to ignore self-preservation. You're going to be tired. You're going to be bleeding. Uh, you're going to be confused. Uh, you're going to be hurt to the body the whole nine. You got to ignore all that. And you got to keep going. That's that's the only way to victory. Sean, last thing, having nothing to do with boxing. Are you? How, how's your confidence level in the Browns right now at the start of training camp? I need, I need to see Deshaun do something. My all of my confidence is 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 in Deshaun Watson. If he does not perform, I'm I don't have much confidence in the team. Um, I'm hoping that he can get back to playing to to game game day uh, speed. We all know that speed is different, and I think it took him all of what six games <laughs> for him to get back adjusted to that game time speed. So I, I think I, I hope that he comes in ready for the game time. If he does, we got some electricity coming for from from the Browns, and uh, we, we're back where we were what two seasons ago, where we where we were really fighting in the playoffs. What was that? Two seasons ago or three? Three. Three, three seasons yeah. ago, man. Man, I want to get back to that, man. That was a that was a hell of a year yeah, for us, man. Yeah, felt even good. Even though we didn't, even though we didn't win it, like for us to go as far as we did, that that True. was special, and, yeah. and we have we. I want to be able to taste that. You know, I can't be too greedy talking about Super Bowl, but hey, give me some food, man. Get me in the second round in the playoffs, yeah. baby. Thanks, Sean. We'll hope it happens. We'll have you back soon. Everybody, check out Sean's podcast. It's big Junker. fight tomorrow. I'm about to say we already numbers on this podcast. I'm about to say I'm subscribed. I'm subscribed. Ain't nothing there but great suits and great conversation. <laughs> See y'all soon. Thanks, man. All, All right, man. Uh, we appreciate you. Yeah, he's, uh, he's doing, he's real quick, we got to watch, even if we can't watch the whole thing, we got to see some of Tyvis's. No, we don't. Yeah, I got to see it. I didn't see it. You don't need to see it. I heard Tyvis Powell can beat Michael Jordan <laughs> one-on-one. I also heard that he can strike out Babe Ruth left hand. <laughs> they say that boy Tyvis Powell. They say that boy can turn water into wine. No bullshit. We have some pretty good reliable sources that the signs in Columbus rather than saying welcome to Columbus, just say welcome to Powell. Hi, my name is Sink Nup. Oh my God. Is Tyvis Powell the greatest athlete to ever walk the face of the earth? This is UCSS Investigates. Oh my God. This is fantastic. 
Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Typhus Powell, man. And y'all about to find out today, have you heard of Bo Jackson? Oh, you ain't you ain't seen nothing until you see me in action. Ken Griffey the third in live effect. I'm going to yard every time I touch the plate. Book it. It's like my glove too small now. So like I feel like my hand got bigger. I made a mistake not wearing glasses, because that son. Get the right camera off me, Steve. Now, that ain't crazy <laughs> enough to stop me from catching the ball, because that's not going to happen. I'm going to catch it. Oh. oh, my gosh, Ty. Man, I'm off. I'm good yeah. now. I got my drops out the way. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, shit. Oh. oh, no. That's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Making a question in my athleticism. It's hard to run full speed and get the ball at the same time. So it was a mistake, man. You know, the, the, the good thing about it is right now I'm so rock bottom in this game that there's nowhere for me to go but up. Tyvis was a defensive player in the NFL, but on the diamond, he's known for his offense. I've never batted lower than fourth in my life. I'm swinging for the fence. I, they talking about just get on base. I'm going for it all. You know, I'm going to go out here and hit these, these home runs, and they're going to realize they made a mistake, you know? Next year, there's no doubt that I'm going to be fourth. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, double play. I told you to double play. I'm assisted. Finally put this one to bed. I should have waited. I gotta wait on my pitch. Hey, She's like, get that. I'm synced up. And this is UCS Investigates. Oh my god, that was great. It was a rough day for Tyvis. Yeah. That yeah, was, a, that was a rough Show Hey Old Tiny's done done worse and he's still about to get paid. Nah, I don't think he's done Therefore, did, therefore it's, a, it's an opportunity. How for did me. you let. How All right, apparently my dog is lost and my son if he finds out if we can't find my dog it's going to be a disaster in my house so i'm leaving right now uh these guys will stick around for overtime and i'll see you uh, i'm off monday but i'll be in the every day after that so we'll see every weekend everybody find your dog oh gosh If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.